The Batman is the first solo Batman movie in 10 years and stars Robert Pattinson in the leading role. But is this the hero that Gotham deserves or not the one it needs right now? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Popscorn, the Advanced Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we are talking about The Batman, The Definite Article, again, from DC. Again, it's the second film in a row that's gone for a, a the, a very dominating, this is the, yeah. you know, thing, the Suicide Squad, the Batman. Um, I not even considered that, yeah. It's, just gonna, this is, it's not really a trope that's going to last, because the next one is not called The Black Adam, so... no. Although, uh, we're recording this after they've shifted some dates around, and I think it's now... So it's Black Adam next. Yes. Then, I think it's... Oh, no, no, is it then Flash? No, Flash has been put back to like the end of next year. Oh, now. has it? October 23. Oh, right, Oh, no, okay. sorry, July 23. It's right, October okay. 3. Black Adam. So we're not getting the Flash this year. Does right. that affect my list? I just wondered if I chose the Flash. I hope I did. You not. might have no, because you might have picked uh, what's his face. I chose the Batman. Yeah, so you, you had uh, Michael Keaton on the strength that he was in the Flash. Oh, but now no. that means you only have Bad Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> uh, well, the Flash is a good point because with this happening, we currently have three separate Batman. Batman running around. Yeah. Well, at least when the Flash comes out, we'll have the Robert Pattinson one, the Ben Affleck one, and the Michael Keaton one. Plus, there's also whatever Joker was doing. Yeah. So that's four separate Batman or Batman adjacent timelines going on at the at right now. Yep. And then calling this the definitive article, Batman, is not helping things. <laughs> no. So there's the Batman, a Batman, some kind of Batman, <laughs> and straight out of Batman. <laughs> and I. Like, I understand... Batman out of hell, he'll be gone! I'm sorry. <laughs> they did... They they tried to do what Marvel did. It mm. didn't work, because they didn't have patience for it. No. So, now are they just handing it over to people who really want to do a DC movie, and so we'll make the best one you can. Yeah, and it's working. It's not necessarily a bad thing. No. You know what I mean? Because you're always going to be compared to Marvel if you go down the other route. And you've clearly shown you can't do it properly. Yep. So why bother? Yeah, so just like, do something interesting. It's kind of what we got in Joker. I believe we got that in Suicide Squad. I really yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. And now we have a Batman movie from the guy who did the, the New Apes movies. Yes. Which we both love. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it seemed like a match made in heaven. Again, we saw this together. We did. And we did have to cut off all conversation the second the movie finished. We did. Although I did see some of your reactions <laughs> during the movie. Um did sigh a few times. Didn't yeah, you did. And then there was a particular fit of laughter, which I'm sure we'll oh. come on to <laughs> later on. Uh, yeah, it's very rare we see this together now, but like, it, it was great. It was, it was another fun experience. Three fucking hours. Oh, yeah. I'm sick of three hour movies. Felt that in my teeth this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll level Please, with I can you. feel my hair growing. Exactly. I'll level with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my opinion is still. <laughs> And that's not because... Usually when I come to that um, point, yep. it's because I have both very strong positive and very strong negative feelings, mm. and I don't know which is swaying me. Yeah. I don't have that this time. Mm. I have just left of average and just right of average, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out which side I'm falling on. I yeah. have no real strong opinions to this, mm. because it's not a movie I don't think that tries to evoke very strong feelings. Mm. It's It's... It's trying to be a more realistic and grounded Batman movie, but then it also wants a big fight at the end. Mm. And it, I I still don't know. Hopefully yeah. in the discussion, <laughs> I will be able to form what my opinion is. I'm not sure we're going to be able to do that, Darren. <laughs> Welcome to Beige Corn, the neutral <laughs> podcast. Because <laughs> again, 
I don't know whether I like it or not. I don't hate it. I don't no, hate the movies. That's no, good. Definitely not a bad movie. No, enjoyable, I would have said, but not... I, I, Dark Knight, this ain't, we'll say up front. Yeah, no. Well, okay, this is the critical question I keep mm. coming away from that. It's basically making me say, right, I definitely didn't love this movie because I came out of it and went, Phew, I'm going to need a long old time before I ever watch that again. Yeah. Because it's not... It just about pulls you through the movie, mm. but there are some times where you'd be like, can we progress just a little bit more? And it tries to do that Lord of the Rings shit where it ends about five times it, before right, it ends. Right. <sighs> That's a conversation we need to have. Is mm-hmm. Too many fucking movies nowadays think they can pull off a three-hour runtime and not enough of them cross that threshold. I watched three three-hour movies this week. Right. Like, like I said, I felt it in my fucking oh. teeth. <laughs> like Jesus. you said, it's just oh, not everything needs to be a fucking three-hour magnum opus because not everything is. Spider-Man kind of got because it was very much trying to wrap up not just its own three movies but also the other two franchises. Same with Endgame; it had twenty films before it yep. to wrap up. This is the first. Of yeah. this bat, what what is a planned the Batman trilogy, right? And it definitely finishes at a place where there's some fucking work to do. Yes, in a sequel, that's all I'll say. But three hours on the start of the story, Batman Begins was like a svelte one minute, one hour fifty, not one minute fifty. That would have been what <laughs> <laughs> a minute, speed, what a two minutes. Though. My God, <laughs> yeah, it's. They've gone. They've gone big with this because they want everyone to take this seriously. This is the serious Batman, and we're getting back to roots and back to formula and all that good business. And in some respects, I like the choices made here. Mm. So I liked the the two strongest things that come through is they wanted the detective Batman movie that we haven't really ever had. Mm. Like you're never shown him really trying to figure something out. At least over the course of the entire movie, there's bits in the Dark Knight where he's doing some like weird ballistic tech thing mm. but this is genuinely a detective story yeah and i appreciate that yeah I, I gotta say that in terms of making it a neo-noir yes it worked and it stylistically is presented you know i'd say there's about three or four scenes in natural light yes and then the rest of it is lit by street lamps neon club lighting they go to that fucking club more times than you'd expect mm-hmm. so there's a lot of unnatural light source in this movie and he gives it that kind of like very dour kind of almost Blade Runner-esque tone yes. sometimes. Yeah. And it works. I ain't saying it's wrong. Yep. I'm just not in love with it. No. And I think you you, you put out this big three-hour movie from a director we actually really respect. Yeah. And you think this is this is either going to go spectacularly well yeah. or spectacularly wrong. And when it's like a solid 7 out of 10, yeah. you're like, huh, okay. Like, the problem is, I guess correctly, I was like, I guarantee you there is safe of one joke in this movie. Yep. And I was correct. <laughs> Nothing. This is everyone's who doesn't like Batman. Mm. This is their worst nightmares come to life. It's a very po-faced, self-serious yeah. Batman movie. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily like adverse to that. I'm not saying there needs to be jokes and stuff, but I don't know. It just it almost robs it of any real joy. Mm. You don't ever really feel good during this movie. No. But I don't think that was like the intention. They still wanted you to have this, oh, look at Batman having these cool fights and isn't this neat? And the fight scenes are good. And the stylistic way of shooting them helps. Mm. The the one that's in the trailer, the corridor fight, where they'll just, you can only see when the guns are going off. That was pretty dope. It's very nice. And speaking of the use of lighting, the other two, the other second thing I like the most, it's captured better than any other Batman film, I think, mm. is just the fear of Batman. That opening, like, 15-minute sequence mm-hmm. where it is ju- they don't show you Batman no. for ages. Yeah. And there's this looming threat of mm. he's out. Like, yes. he's he's coming to get yeah. someone we just don't know. Mm. I was like, that at that point, I thought, this is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Sadly, it doesn't reach those heights no. again. The opening sequence, outside of maybe the car chase sequence, which, again, is in the trailers, yes. might be the best bit. Yeah, they. Every time they go down that route of the psychological side of things, it does really work. They. 
Because there's like in the sight of the Dark Knight, we are going to be comparing it to the Dark Knight a lot. Sorry, yeah, but, because we're not comparing to the Dark Knight Rises. Oh no, uh, it's better than that, I guess. I, I, I guess, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, there, there is that bit at the start where you see someone spooked at just the thought. They see the bat signal and go, "Not tonight, man." No, no, no. Yep. On this one, you see it several times at the movie because at this point we're only in year two of Batman, mm. so he's still this kind of unknowable thing. Like the public's somewhat aware of him, but like. He's not positioned as he's in the Dark Knight, especially in the Dark Knight Rises, where he's like an out-and-out superhero and everyone knows who the fuck Batman is. Mm. He's still this kind of like Bigfoot in the trees thing that you don't know if he's going to pop out of an alleyway. And when he does pop out, like it's not to like stop some big crime. He's just being up a street gang that have been going around. Although that is a very good reveal where you hear him about 30 seconds before you yeah. see him. Just that very like almost Terminator-style yeah. clunk. And then... Clunk, clunk. Bam! 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 <laughs> They overdo it, yeah. But I do like the new. I do like the theme. The new theme is good, but they they know it's good, yeah. And they want you to hear it <laughs> every five. It gets obnoxious mm. near the end, especially in the car chase. Yeah, it's used yeah. thematically in the car chase to be like every time Batman is gaining, it's bam, 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 bam. But it, it gets annoying. <laughs> Again, the trailer did it better. Where like they cut that. Very dramatic, like oh, full orchestra, bam, 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 with the upside down shot of him walking Wonder, towards the car. Yep. That perfect, but it's Lovely. just when it's like, oh no, a, a truck went a bit sideways. Bam, bam, bam. It's I'll, I'll, so I'll overwhelming. I'm glad this Batman and and the and Wonder Woman are not going to meet up because I couldn't face <laughs> constant. Bam, 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 bam. No, make it stop. Um, <laughs> Right, where were we? Uh, well, let's talk about the man himself. Yeah. I mean, he's there. It's, he's Batman. He's he's Batman. He's Batman. Yeah, very softly spoken Batman. Mm. He doesn't really have a Batman-y yeah. voice. Batman is kind of cir- circus sexual chocolate. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> he's very smouldering. Yeah. Smouldering is racked up to fucking 11 here. Mm. Um, he only shouts a few times. Yeah, kind bit. Of towards the end yeah. of the film. When he's having a conversation with really, he shouts a bit, but that's about it. But the problem is, that carries through into him being Bruce Wayne. There's no Bruce Wayne in this movie. No. I, I'm saying it right here. Like, there's a break. And I guess when you cast Christian Bale, somebody who's already, already shown to be able to do that whole kind of fronting personality and yes. secret personality, as, you know, as we saw in films like yes. um, American Psycho. But, like... <sighs> This is very much... It's it's Batman and Batman wearing a shirt. Yeah, basically. And those are your two characters. It's a, it's a Bruce Wayne completely consumed with the job and has no time for being Bruce Wayne. He's seen, like, very, very little in the public eye. Mm. And he clearly, like, makes out that he sees no value in being Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is, is useless to him. It's only through being Batman that he can do it. Now, it does feel like that's going to be set up to change in the sequel. Mm. In the, there's revelations in this movie that make him think, okay, Bruce Wayne can also do good for the city. I don't just need to be Batman. So maybe going forward, we'll see him be more, there'll be more of a distinction between the two, two very separate personalities. But it kind of makes it hard to get a lock on him because he's just this kind of, he's just there a lot, isn't he? Yeah. And it's the whole, like, that I don't care what happens to me. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't sleep anymore. I am. I am the knight. He doesn't say I am the knight at any one point. No, he just constantly says he's vengeance. He doesn't say he's Batman. No, just vengeance. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Was is Batman canonically known as vengeance in this movie, or is he the Batman? Because the Riddler sends all of the the cards to the Batman. Yes. Towards the end of the movie, um, there is a line. I will quote it out of context. Yeah. This might be the end of the Batman. Uh huh. But every single person, Gordon, Catwoman, Batman himself, yeah. refers to him as vengeance. And yes. there's a very key moment towards the end of the movie that uses the line, I'm vengeance. Yeah. That is meant to hold up this mirror. So is the Batman not his name? Is he vengeance? That's a good question. We don't get enough musings from Bruce about what he thinks his name is. Even so, when he's been a detective, he ain't really no. talking it through. I mean, I, the movie does a lot of what I like, which is show, don't tell. Yes. But 
you, the, you know, you read a Batman comic and it's just kind of like, like the first panel is, I figured it out. Mm. And then it's 12 subsequent panels of how much of a fucking genius he is. Yes. It's kind of the point. He's Sherlock Holmes as a goth. Yeah. Like, that's the fucking point. He's he's cyber goth Sherlock Holmes. He really is. Um, <laughs> nice hat. Dork. You look like a duck. <laughs> um, that's two references to ducks with hats. Yeah. Um, in two subsequent episodes. Good times. So, um, no, I agree. It's It's... I feel like a sequel's better set up to us to more appreciate this take on Batman. I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad one, but no. it's not one that really ingratiates you towards him. I mean, I mean, I, my favourite's always going to be Kevin Conroy. Right. And then it's probably like Keaton, Bale, then Pattinson? Yeah. Like, his Batman is a lot less annoying than Bale's Batman is, because he just doesn't have the voice. Yeah, he doesn't try to do... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do that. He does not know. Uh, yeah, and he's not, you know, he's not as stupid as the Clooney and Kilmer versions. No. But... He's almost too smart because he basically cracks all of Riddler's uh, riddles within 30 seconds of reading them. Yep. He's figured out this is a code, this is the name of the riddle. Da, da, da. He's almost too smart. Mm. But then also a little bit dumb that he's solving all these things, but yet the very clearly obvious antagonist <laughs> yeah. is not figured out until the last minute. Yeah, it's 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 real backwards sometimes in mm. the in the pacing. So what they've had to do, given they've got a bit of a void of a Batman here, is they've had to fill out the surrounding characters and give them more of a personality mm. because there's really what we're going to be using to get through this film. Yep, um, chief one which is Catwoman. Yes. I've never really known what to make of Zoe Kravitz. I mean, Toast the Knowing is now in a cat suit, so that's good. Um, yeah, like, I like her, but I don't especially remember her performances, and this is another one of those where I'm not... I mean, the problem is is that, inevitably, when you're remaking and remaking and remaking the Batman story, yeah. you're going to be compared to other versions. Now, yes. we've we kind of tabled Patterson mid to... Slightly high. Yeah. She's competing against Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. You can't... Yeah. I'm sorry, but you can't beat the white gold. You can't beat the white gold. You can't. So already you're not on that table. And then halfway you also did a decent job in Dark Knight Rises. I liked her suit more, if there's anything else to be said about that. Yeah, the weird Baraclava thing. Yeah. Looks shit. Not <laughs> a fan of that. And it, it was kind of... Because the whole thing is trying to evoke uh, the long Halloween. Yes. So, like, the Long Halloween has a big kind of, like, cone-shaped yeah, fucking does. ears in the Catwoman yeah. costume. And it's purple for some it reason. It's awful. It's, so, I'm glad they didn't do that. No. But there's an echo of that in the ears, and it looks fucking... It looks like she's just put it on wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know what she looks like? It looks like Dappy, but, like, on on a canter. <laughs> like, it's on the, the, on the X-axis rather than the Y. It doesn't look like she's put it on right. You know, misunderstood what hats do. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I understand they're trying to show, like, she's a street-level person. She can't afford what the Batman's got, so mm. she's not going to have some cool mask so you can have that in the sequel, I guess. But, yeah, it's not helping the cause. Like, I, there's some aspects she gets really good. Like, the, the interplay between her and Batman is good. Mm. Fine. Um, but, again, you kind of come back. Again, still really don't know what to make of Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. I didn't know what to make of her in X-Men First Class. First Class or was she in the second one? She dies of future past? No, first class because she was uh Pixie? Yeah. I think she's actually called Angel as well, but But that's because the one with the wings. Yes. Uh the book, she was the book wings. She was Lolita Lestrange in the second Fantastic Beast movie, yep. but no one comes out of that movie looking good. Nope. And but, then obviously Mad Max. Is it Mad Max? Toast the Knowing. One of she's the one brides. of the Yeah, the yeah. concubines. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um Yeah. And she's fine in that. Like, okay, we may need to... But this is the thing. Then we have to talk about the Riddler. Well, we can talk about Gordon instead. Okay, let's, well, okay let's talk about Gordon. <laughs> um, I, I really like this version of Gordon. Good? Yeah. I uh, mean, it's the thing is, you, again, you compete against Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, so, like, but I, what I appreciated about this version of Gordon is that he fucking gets his hands dirty. And he, he gets does. involved. That he does. He's got. He's probably the bravest Gordon we've had. I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, Gordon's like over there, 
calling the shots. Yes. This guy like helps Batman break into a bunch of places. He really does. Yeah, I like the 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 partnership aspect that they're clear still, it's still a tenuous relationship. Mm. But they both see the benefits of it, so that's good. And you do see it kind of solidify because like Bat- the biggest compliment Batman has ever given, which is you're not corrupt. Yeah. And Gordon's like, hmm, yeah. My man. Good for me. Um <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Where I'm really struggling to know yeah, what my opinion is. Yeah. Although it's the Watcher. Oh, it God! It is the Watcher. Yeah. Ah. I, I don't even realise that. It's like, what if the thumb driver was <laughs> in the car? <laughs> thumb driver. <laughs> anyway, should we just talk about the red oh, light? Getting out of there, right? So, <laughs> so. Oh, sorry. Before we go any further, yeah. I just wanted to, because I thought at the start, so we introduced the first scene is of Riddler doing some spying. I enjoyed the bit where it just reveals he's uh-huh. standing there. That was fucking creepy. It was. And the mask is creepy. Don't get me wrong. And the fucking, the, the John LeJoy spe- special. It's yeah. rapist glasses. <laughs> oh, God. <it> is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to come back in the sequel with pedophile beards. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, that, I, visually, I like what they've done. And I like elements of the performance, and then they dial it up to autism, and I feel a bit uncomfortable with the whole thing. You pick Paul Dano. Already a weird-looking bloke. A weird-looking dude. You pick him for specific roles Mm. to give this kind of, like, very analytical performance, and I think that works. But they just make... There's some choices Mm. that I cannot get on board with. Mm. Like... Some of it is just they just don't explain it well. Like, in the first scene, so you, they show him killing a corrupt person in the um, political sphere, mm-hmm. let's say, they give him too much away. So he batters him to death with a metal, like, tool that comes up again near the end, batters him with that. And then, did you read he's going to have some necrophilia happening here? Because I fucking did. Because he's heavily breathing, yeah. menting him... And, like, seems to be getting some level of pleasure out of doing it. Mm. So I got a little bit like, is he meant to fuck that corpse? Because <laughs> um, then that's a, that's a, that's an over an 18 rating yeah, all of a yeah. sudden. Um, so that lack of clarity there was a bit funny. And then he just makes some voice choices mm. that I cannot get on board with. <laughs> ah! Yeah, but I, I was on board up until the interrogation scene at the end. Because he's trying to do a bit of Heath Loafer. Heath, Heath Loafer? Heath, Heath Loafer. Heath Ledger's Joker. Is that Heath like, Ledger's Baker brother? Yeah. Heath, Heath Loafer. That's how family names work. Um, he So the Joker would have voice cracks mm. of like, well, this is obviously the mass slipping a little bit into his real, like, the look at me stuff, right? Mm. He goes that, but obviously he can't go low because that's what Heath did, so he's got to go high. Yeah. And instead it comes out as, you will not do this to me! It just sounds so fucking stupid. It's just, there's a bit, it's that scene, the interrogation, way towards the end. Mm. And it's just, it just, he just goes, ah, at one point. It's like, "Um, you've already coded this guy to be on the spectrum. Yeah. I'm now quite uncomfortable that you just got him basically having a bit of a panic attack. A little bit. And I'm like, especially because everything either side of that. He's, he sounds like a perfectly rational person talking. Yes. So he's kind of like, what do you mean you don't get it? What do you mean you don't understand? I liked that element of like, no, I'm not fucking crazy. Yeah, because then you, you're pulling from like classic Riddler stuff yeah. of him always trying to be the smartest man in the room and him not appreciating that no one appreciates how genius he is. Yeah. But it slips really quickly. Mm. Like, he, he's not doing anything overly elaborate. He's just trying to expose some things that he's found. And the way he's going about it doesn't seem like the smartest way of doing things. He's just kind of making Batman jump through a few hoops and take out a few more people. I, I enjoyed that he was very much going like, I'm doing what you should be doing. Yeah. Like, I found this guy. I killed him. You should have killed him. How did you not understand that you should have killed him? And when it's doing that, it's yeah. fine. I mean, there's the there's the autistic episode at the end of the movie, which I felt very uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. And then there's also um, Blogger Riddler. Which I was like, how did we get here? Yeah. That um, video is like, hey guys, <laughs> that's not the Riddler, is it? I'm sorry, the Riddler's not running a fucking fashion YouTube blog. <laughs> Do you imagine that in the thing, just like, <laughs> oh my god, hey sisters. <laughs> just wouldn't work. It 
<laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> Be sure to hit the notification bell. <laughs> oh the Patreon tiers of the of the video. <laughs> this murder is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> You think we're joking? Like it's not too far away from that. <laughs> yes, and I would imagine that Ray Shadow Legends would sponsor. They wouldn't sponsor anything. So, oh Jesus! It's there's just choices that that really stop this. I must say, right at the start. So after the finish scene with the Riddler, mm. we hear a narration. Now it's not immediately clear who it is. No, it could be Riddler, but then it turns out it's Batman. Mm. But it is proper. Like I'm genuinely surprised it didn't say this city is a dying whore. I'm like, all right, Rorschach, <laughs> calm the fuck down. Right. The streets are filled with gutters, and the gutters are filled with blood. Oh, like, yeah. oh, it was so fucking Watchmen. It was. It was. Yeah. Painful. Yeah. And they reuse Nirvana something in the way as many times as they fucking can. She never used Nirvana for anything personally, but there we go. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just looking at my nose for a second. One, it's just Riddler noise. Um, <laughs> got that. Got that. Um, yeah. So just everyone's because you've got a bit, a bit of a fucking default Batman. Everyone else has got a bit. So we have to have full on Edge Lord Riddler to mm. fucking pull us through. I will save some praise for Penguin. Mm. Oh, liked Penguin. The, the the Colin Farrell. That's Colin Farrell. Apparently, like John DeToro didn't know <laughs> who it was. It was such good levels of makeup that he didn't know it was Colin Farrell. It was Penguin. <laughs> he should have just let it slip with just like lines from In Bruges. That would have been right. Great. <laughs> it does feel like a bit. You've done a lot to Colin Farrell to make him Penguin. Was mm. there not someone already further along the path to be Penguin that you could have got <laughs> that you had to use? Was Colin Farrell that necessary to this character? I think like Colin Farrell was like, I figured out this uh, gangster voice, and Mario's like, Well, it's got to be him, isn't it? <laughs> Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Like, it was very good. It was very, very good performance. I enjoyed it. I'm glad he's getting a spin off. I think it's a, it's a TV series. Yeah, isn't it? HBO Max. We are originally. finally getting Peacemaker in this country. Oh, you've not like, seen Peacemaker? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, boy. I've seen... I, you've, I, you told me about the... Um, the intro. The, it's <laughs> hell of a thing. Um, yeah, I think that starts in like uh, next week, a couple of weeks. So Something like that, yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, he, he... It's good. Like, don't worry, it's nothing like transformative. Mm. It's the most normal version of Penguin we've ever had because Dan DeVito was very much doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, this one feels more akin to the one we get in the the Arkham games, except he's not annoyingly British, mm. although he's played by an Irish person who probably <laughs> has done British accents most of his life. So, a choice. Um, Just really want to hear this version of the movie be like, you're a cunt. You're always going to be a cunt. <laughs> you're gonna, all you're going to do is going to live on and have more kids. <laughs> I would love to have heard that kind of like... But, no, but HBO Max, they can do that. They, they swear can. It's a whole day for that. They can. Um, New Batmobile's dope as fuck. Yeah, it's just it's just a car with a fucking yep. jet engine on the back. Yeah. Oh, the noise it makes before the chase. If you didn't cut out, if you didn't literally stall the Batmobile, yep. it would have been the most intimidating shit. It was. It's so good when it finally turns up and you see it <laughs> like with a fucking cloth over it in the background. Uh-huh. And I like the shape of it. It's a And this in about it's great. The car chase it's involved in. It's probably the highlight of the movie, I'd say. Pretty fucking solid. It's it? it's it's very noisy. It's very visceral. To mm. use a big boy word, um, <laughs> and yeah, very well shot. It's it's oh, easily the best thing in the movie for me. Which is good because they've had to light it like by street lamps as well. Yeah. So they they've made a nighttime car chase sequence that isn't a big, stupid, colourful Fast and Furious movie feel like it's got stakes, mm. and I really appreciate that. And realistically, like it's not even. It, Maybe this is a spoiler. It doesn't even really tie into the whole climax of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just the penguin being a shithead. And it yeah. just comes into this really brilliant car chase. I can see him being the kind of secondary antagonist of all this Batman trilogy. Mm. If he's just going to be there as a as an agitator, more so than the... I don't think this version of Penguin can carry a film. Although it does raise a question. Because he's a very... like. There's a hint to who we're going to be getting in the sequel near the end. <laughs> Less but, a hint, more someone dropping a fucking weight. Essentially. Um, <laughs> yeah, no salty there, thanks. Nope. Um, it limits 
Because this is a very, very, very realistic version of, of Batman. Even when he does his glide for the first time, there is a, a really nice bit where obviously we're dealing with not a, a very experienced Batman because he gets on top of um, a, a very tall building he's going to have to jump off mm. and he shits himself. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, no. He's almost like, fuck that. Get, <laughs> I can fight my way out of it. Oh, when he keeps fighting his way out of the police station. That's an interesting scene. We've never seen... Oh, yeah, Because Batman yeah. does a lot of just like, bye and then he's just yep. gone but this time he's like fuck fuck where's the exit fuck full on spinal tap <laughs> yeah. uh, not that way okay that way <laughs> keep opening the wrong door yeah. he um so instead of having his cape do the gliding he's got a full on like uh, wingsuit thing that he deploys and then flies and then immediately fucks himself into a bus <laughs> <laughs> so he takes a he takes a landing but like that's the most unrealistic film thing in this movie otherwise it's a very realistic in terms of gadgets he only has great he has grappling hooks on his wrists and he's got like um, a batarang a, 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 a batarang in the middle it's two deployable blades mm. that he used to slice with things open but it can be used as the full thing they didn't commit to making it the gun that killed Thomas and Martha, which I would have no. liked to have like at least had a nod to. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us a Batman movie where I don't have to watch Martha and Thomas Wayne get shot again. Oh my again. god, we didn't. Oh, they even, maybe they, this is going up as we talk about it. They even found time to get that into Affleck, and like, yeah. and who didn't have his own Batman movie, they <laughs> still found a way because again, Martha was crucial to the plot. Yeah, <laughs> true. But yeah, not we, so we then again, Thomas Wayne is kind of crucial to the We'll talk about it in a bit. We'll talk about that in a minute. They, you make it think for a split second at the start, that's what you're watching. You mm. see, you see, you've got someone watching a young kid playing with his dad and mommy think, oh, here we go. None of that business. Nope. Which is nice. Um, I'm now trying to... Oh, sorry, back to what I was saying. So, because it's a very realistic movie... There's no look. You couldn't see Mister Freeze turning up in this, could you? Or Killer Croc? No, but I'd like to see Mister Freeze again. I really want to see a tragic Mister Freeze, like in the animated series. That would be good. But you but know. I think, especially because Matt Reeves has come out and said, "I want nothing to do with the Justice League." Yeah. No, because the second <laughs> they start coming in, it complicates matters. Mm. That really limits your rose gallery to just people with like. So that's Poison Ivy gone. Can't use her. Um, who else? Like Clayface? No, I'd say Mister Freeze at a push. Like thematically, he could work. Mm. But then, could you see this Batman movie having people shooting ice at each other? Probably not going to happen. So you could change Man it, I guess. Out. Man bats out. You could change it, I guess, mm. and make you know Mister Freeze just have the the condition or whatever, and and but then it kind of robs of what that character is. So you're very much going to be dealing with all the mafia types mm. and stuff like that. Even Two-Face, I think, would be too... I can see it happening. Because it, it did kind of happen. I mean, it weren't like Nolan's was over the top, but it's had some level of fantastical <laughs> elements with the Scarecrow gas and uh, stuff like that. I hope we get another Aaron Eckhart-style performance if we do get Two-Face again. I need that in my life. Just the, say it! Say it! Right, right, Say it! Um... I love that Two Face performance yeah. so much, but I don't. I don't see it happening, and therefore you're, you're a bit limited on who you can use. Are we giving you these like loads into like Carmine Falcone and mm. the other guy? And, and to, like, set, to set the one that they've just put Firefly in the Batgirl movie. Oh, Brendan Fraser, Firefly, <laughs> yeah. nonetheless. So that's a thing. So it's not going to be anything because you know you could have something like oh no someone stole Batman's tech and he's made a flying jetpack thing yeah, yeah that could work but we're not going down that route so you're kind of limited to the obvious one yes which we're not going to talk about him um, Ridley we've had Two Face you could do maybe you could probably do Hush I think this is Hush's best chance of getting in there mm. uh, for plot details that we'll talk about after the spoilers. Hush seems like a, almost a slam dunk, I would say, mm. because he's one of the few major villains that's never been touched by live action. I was going to say Black Mask, but he's in Birds of Prey. I, so, think, I mean, you could do another version. It's a, yeah, it's a different timeline, I guess. So you could do Black Mask. I'm genuinely trying to run through everyone in my head who's in Deathshot, Deadshot, Deathstroke. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. You could maybe do Deathstroke. They never read... Because I know he was cast. It was... Uh, what's his face? Joe Manganiello. Him. But they he never... They never did anything with it. Did anything with it. So De- Deathstroke is still there. And Deathstroke feels like he could fit into this type of movie. But... 
I'm just worried you're just going to have to go back to the well of like, oh, I have to do Bane again, but it have to be again yeah. on Tom Hardy level, not big, roided out Bane. Oh no, here comes Mad Hatter. <sighs> Mad Hatter, the great white shark, all these other people from that are like DT people in Arkham. I'm literally running through all of the mini bosses in the Arkham games in my head. <laughs> just like, yeah. That was, that's who's left. It's not a lot of people, no. so we will have to see. But that Calend- is a problem. Well, they can't even do Calendar Man now because they did the long Halloween. They didn't use Holiday. No. But like... He's also in kind of in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. In the cameo, the but he was version, in that one. Yeah, so, yeah. ugh. Anyway. <laughs> right. So it's it's is this a recommendation before we go into spoilers? It's a three-hour Batman movie that I didn't love, so recommendation's <laughs> a strong word. The, the people that know they will like this will like this. Yes. If you don't particularly care for Batman, this might be your worst-case scenario. Because mm. even if you don't like Batman and you watch Dark Knight, you at least get Funtime Joker. Yes. Right? You know what I mean? You have that unbelievable performance that runs a gambit on both being scary and funny all at the same time. Beautiful. Yeah, don't get that here. No. There's no laughs. No. There is not a single... There's not even a smirk, basically, in this entire movie. Um, I've just forgotten someone we haven't talked about. Mm. We haven't talked about Alfred yet. Oh, we haven't. Andy Circus is here. Good old three-scene Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Just sure is a... It's the same as Jeremy Irons, isn't it? Just, <laughs> yeah. Just a, a British actor, and that's it. There's nothing else to it. Alfred hasn't been, like, really part of it since the fucking Joel Schumacher movie. And no, Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yeah. Yeah, Michael Caine. Oh, there's not a single casting... On this, on paper, like, these are all good casting choices. Mm. But other than Colin Farrell, I don't feel any of them really make that much of a mark. So I don't really give it a recommendation. Mm. But that doesn't necessarily mean I didn't like it. I, I think people will be looking at this with the production design and the cinematography in mind and thinking this looks absolutely stunning. And it does. I think they've made yep. some very strong design decisions. It's shot very well. Yeah. Like, there's, you don't miss anything. It doesn't do that shit that a lot of action movies do where it's ah, da 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 with the camera. No, good again. Good, yep. That was a Christian Bale quote. Ah, da 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 da. Ah, da, 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 da da Like this in the background. It's a... You don't have any of that. Sorry. Like this in the background. So, there's no stupidity in this. No. There's no levity. No. You, you've got to be on board for a three-hour film noir that doesn't even really... Like, they didn't even make Catwoman much of a femme fatale. No. Which would have been really like really leaning into that genre. Uh-huh. And like you could have had little pulpy elements like that. Like Penguin was on the cusp of that. Yeah. And that's probably what makes him the most memorable character yes. in the movie. But it's it's three hours. I've watched three films this week. Two of them of those three hour movies were dour as fuck. So <laughs> don't do what I did. No. But, Avoid that at all costs. But I will admit it's a design triumph. I really like yeah. all the decisions they made with how everything looks and how Gotham kind of feels. I'm going to fucking quote every review out there now. Kind of feels like its own character. <laughs> but it does. Like, it's a very well realised Gotham. It yeah. looks great. Uh-huh. Considering that like it's always been that New York stand-in. Yes. As is Metropolis in a fucking weird backwards yes. way. But like this properly is a gothic version of Gotham. And gothic is the key. Because, like Batman's house basically a fucking church yeah and i was like oh okay <laughs> he lives in hogwarts yeah then. essentially so if you want something that really leans into that you might enjoy it but it's three hours no laughs no a good car chase sequence a good penguin yeah. and kind of mid-table everything else three hours where he only occasionally clicks like perfectly into place when he does that it's excellent and i think it's set up a, a, for a very good sequel yeah i think it is a four-hour sequel <laughs> They did Justice League four hours. Don't 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 four tempt Four hours. Four, four no. hours. Don't tempt him. Um, right. Spoiler alert. First of all, yep. What do you think that drink is? Oh, right. Let's. let's... As appropriate, um, Fanta has a, a question mark drink out at the moment. <laughs> We've themed this and we didn't even realize uh, exactly. it. So there is a pink question mark Fanta drink out at the moment. I had a sip. I didn't really pay much attention. I just need to wet the whistle. Now let's act. Partake. I've drank mine, so I I've got my ideas on what it is. How's that? It's an ASMR shit now. Hmm. Could be grapefruit, could be watermelon. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a citrusy, it's a big citrus fruit, it's isn't it? It's a big thing. I think it's a pink lemonade. 
It's a lemonade with just some, like, it could have a bit of watermelon. It could have grapefruit. I think they've hedged and spread bet on what citrusy flavours they put into some lemonade. Now that you've said lemonade, it does taste a little bit like clouded lemonade with something else in it. Uh-huh. I think at the bottling stage, it was once cloudy lemonade. But what are they going for? I don't know. What are they going for? <laughs> what are they going for? <laughs> but it's... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to say grapefruit. I think that's grapefruit. I think they revealed the last time they did this what the flavour was eventually, although I can't remember what it was. Mm. So hopefully in like six months' time, we'll bring you the answer. It's either grapefruit or winged rat. It's yeah. one of the two. It's just fine, isn't it? Yeah. Much like the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Right. The fucking riddles. <laughs> uh, they've always felt... Thumb drive. Uh, they've, all, they've always been difficult to do. Yeah. Because... Like, they kind of work in the Arkham games. Obviously, they're a collector fun. Oh, yeah, it was a really weird decision in this movie for it to just be four hours of Batman trying to do the same fucking driving section over and over again. <laughs> Not a single little trophy, either. Just <laughs> robbing us. So, <laughs> it, that's the problem with Riddler. I think it's why people avoided him. Because, like, this is only the second one we've ever had in live action. Yeah. It was rumoured for years he was going to be in the in the Nolan movies. And if oh, there was going to be yeah. a fourth one, everyone thought, everyone of the dogs thought David Tennant was going to be the Riddler. They were thinking David Tennant. They were thinking Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. They were thinking basically a kind of like a, a, a slender, good-looking white guy. I hear you. He's slightly over the top. And then they went with moon-faced Paul Tanner. <laughs> yeah. For this level of Riddler... Was the right choice. Yes. He's basically been doing nothing but playing weird, creepy stalker dudes in movies for the last five years anyway. So, yeah. fair enough. Good casting there. But it's a crux that you have to... In order to, to be Riddler and not just another Joker, he has to do the clue things. Mm. I think it functioned pretty well here in terms of he's trying to achieve... He's not trying to give the game away with the riddles. He's trying to lead Batman down a path he needs him to in order to get his objectives done. Mm. So it works. But some of them, <laughs> some of them are so trite, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the one that we were pissing ourselves at, like it was a bit, I think it was a, it's it's kind of like two thirds of the way through the movie mm-hmm. and they introduce a direct line of communication with the Riddler. We're yes. in spoiler territory now, aren't we? Yes, we are. Right. So the Riddler's set up this website yeah. where presumably ever since the previous riddle, he has to be sitting there waiting for Batman to solve it. And we were like, imagine if he was on the toilet. He was watching Strictly. He was doing something else. And Batman's like, hello? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Middle of a shit. And he's, oh, no. Um, Yeah, because the the Riddler is... just put AFK on there. Yeah. The Riddler is... um, The Riddle is like, you are El Rata... It's Rata Alada. Alada. And... They think it means, like, they, they figure it's the winged rodent or the winged something. So they run through every fucking person with wings they can think of. Like, Penguin has got wings. Falcon, that's a falcon, that's got wings. Text him all to go, I've got wings, I'm the Batman. <laughs> so maybe he isn't aware that he's the Batman, he thinks he's just vengeance. Mm. It takes the penguin point now that they've got the Spanish wrong. <laughs> yeah. And to go, you are L? And I was like, oh... God. I hated that. You are L. There's also a geezer who gets his thumb cut off, and then the riddle cipher shows off the word drive. Thumb drive. Yeah. It's. Does it. Do you think that was like an attempt at humour? Because I, I can't tell whether it was meant to be like a. Oh, doy moment, or whether it was meant to be. Oh, that's really clever. It's very po-faced, I imagine it's oh, option number two. No. Oh, thumb drive, how fucking metal. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are, like I said, they're, they're a necessary hurdle, you have to jump over a riddle. And I think it's it's 50% of it works, thematically it works, but yeah, the actual individual riddles. I just, I just don't, because that, like URL and thumb drive, fucking bullshit. When they're using old riddles uh-huh. to reframe the murders. Yes. It, so one of the very start, what does a liar do when he's killed? He lies yeah. still. Like, that's an old fucking riddle, but it's like, oh, this is the beginning of this stuff. Like, that uh-huh. works thematically so well, so that when URL, <laughs> right, a lot of like, 
you think, fuck me, <laughs> how far we have fallen. I did like the whole, he gets them appropriate greetings cards. The Riddler's Etsy account <laughs> must, be, must be like... <laughs> how many points has he got in his Clinton's loyalty card? Right. <laughs> must be through the roof. Um, I hope just like a shareholder or something. <laughs> he... Yes, that takes a lot of time to pick out the exact right cards he needs. Yeah. Like, if they don't make them, does he make them himself? That's the question. Like, did That would he... be interesting if he was just like a card maker gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's, um... This is the hallmark of my career. <laughs> so they show that like he's figured this out because he's a forensic accountant. Mm. So he did some numbers, found a pot of money that wasn't there or was too high or whatever it was, and that's what led him down the path to... Unveiling this corruption hmm. that he claims has basically had made him have a shit life his whole life because he was an orphan when Thomas Wayne said he was going to basically change the lives of all these orphans and because of shenanigans involving Carmine Falcone that money never happened and he's now had a shit life. But he didn't seem to have that shit a life. He just seems a bit annoyed. Hmm. Like I mean, he's a forensic accountant. He's got an apartment. He's not like. Terrible. He was on the streets eating rats, and fair enough. But yeah, actually, that's a good point. Like, you hate to say it, but like, like you know, I think there's something to be said if you're going to make a film that is about poverty and homelessness yeah. and make the villain a victim of that. Yeah, there's an interesting kind of commentary to make there. But dude's got an apartment in like central Gotham, which is a stand-in for New York. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it could be worse. Like he's very much on the industrial side of things. Yeah. He literally lives across the road from the Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, which is fucking stupid. Yeah, the Iceberg Lounge in this movie, fuck me. Oh, it's like a fucking fish camera that they turn into a rave. It's uh, a lot on the senses, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bah, 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 bah. It's every. I really. They go to nightclubs a lot in Batman movies. Yeah, he never goes to them in any video game or comic book. Because there's one in the dark night when he goes to yeah. be the uh, what's his face anyway. They go to the, they go back to the ice club lounge, yeah, iceberg lounge a lot they in this. Proud world. of that set, weren't yeah, they? So they we're really going to be going there that. a lot. They Riddler's main gripe it's it's understandable to some extent. So Thomas Wayne was running for mayor and he promised that he had this fund set up that was going to help the orphans and help the poor and all that good business if he would, and then he got shot. And Riddler's main gripe is that everyone felt bad for the billionaire orphan and not the very, very poor orphans that are actually the ones suffering. And I was like, that's a nice way to frame it. Um, big old fucking bait and switch on him figuring out who Batman is. Mm. Like, they even played that in the trailer, which should have been a red flag of like, they wouldn't give that away in the trailer, right? Hugo Strange. You could do Hugo Strange in mm. this. You could. Um, oh, that would be fun. Mm. Instead, it's like... Uh, it's not really confirmed either way if he'd figured it out yet. But he basically says, he's went to the scene where he's saying, Bruce Wayne. He then says, it's annoying that we missed him, eh, champ? Oh, I really wanted to blow that fucker up. I tried to hit him in the face with a bomb twice and it didn't work. Batman takes a bomb to the face. Oh, God, yeah. With point that... blank range. This is a Nothing really to... bloodless movie as well. Isn't yeah. It? Like, it's a 15, so it can't go too, too far. No. But there's a bit where a dude's got a bomb strapped to his fucking chin, and you see nothing. No. The Riddler caves three guys' heads in himself. Nothing. Not a drop. I mean, Batman doesn't even singe his eyebrows. <laughs> and again, I need to point out, there's a big old bomb that went off in his face that he was... That he knew was about to go off as well. Yeah. He didn't even turn around or try and jump back or boot the go the guy it's strapped to. <laughs> but, is he? He's wondering what's going to happen. Three, two, one. Oh, nothing. <laughs> off he goes. He's, he, for a very smart Batman, he's also a very stupid Batman. I did enjoy the the aesthetic of Riddler's like victims, though. Like the the tape round yep. their heads, or like putting them in the weird fucking saw yeah. traps. It worked. It's effective, and he's of course he has to have the fucking scrawly handwriting. Yes, I'm kind of sick of. Yeah, like I get it because like he's tried. He's he's written down these ciphers for so long. Yeah, it's kind of affected his ability to write English. Yes, which I liked, but outside of the aesthetics of it, he's a creepy, creepy man doesn't really do much to like 
no. elevate the character. It would have been more in. I guess it's a done thing, isn't it? The whole ransom note, kind of like yeah. newspaper clipping. So I can see why they didn't do that. No. But it wouldn't it have been cool if every time the handwriting completely different. Yeah, it's like you'll never figure out who I am because I've remembered ten different people's handwriting styles, like some kind of shit like that. I'm the smartest person on earth. Would have been pretty fucking cool. <sighs> I mean, I'm surprised we talked for fifty minutes about a movie that neither of us seemed to really all that care about. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Well, we're gonna have another five at least. Well, yeah, there's there's a few things I like that Batman is both a Wayne and an Arkham. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So Riddler's whole... So the whole Riddler deal is he's trying to out the person that cost him the fund, ultimately. Mm. And it turns out, wouldn't you know it, it's the main mafia guy in the movie. Who knew? Batman couldn't quite figure out who that is. They're trying to find this rat who ratted out the previous big um, mafia type. Can you remember his name? It's not Falcone, it's the other one. Yeah, the gut... Uh, yeah, yeah, him. him. Um... I'll look it up. He, um, and, and that's who they're trying to figure it out. They reckon once they figure out who this person is and expose him, this might stop the Riddler. And that's why we are working our way for all the corrupt politicians that had a hand in benefiting from what this, what Carmine Falcone did. Salvatore Moroni. That's the one. And it just takes far too long for them to get to the obvious that it's Carmine Falcone who's talking about, who had a relationship with Thomas Wayne. It's muddy whether... Someone was about to expose the Waynes, or more specifically expose Martha, who was an Arkham, and after seeing her parents get murdered, was herself committed to Arkham for a little bit. Mm. Before he was about to have this mayor campaign, a journalist was going to expose this, and then the journalist went away. Yes. And it's unclear whether um, uh, Thomas Wayne told Carmine Falcone, you owe me one, I saved your life once, I'm cashing that in take care of him, and then Carmine Falcone just took it too far, or whatever that is. Still left kind of vague, but I feel that's on purpose. Yeah, to not absolve Thomas Wayne, I guess. No. It's like, Thomas Wayne still asked for this guy to leave the picture. Yes. Whether that was pay him off, or yeah. bump him off. This is why I think Hush is a good shout. Mm. That Hush is going to be different to Riddler, and that he's going to be more visceral, more fucking attack-minded. Much in the same way you went from Joker, who was a very much a kind of behind-the-scenes irritant, to Bane, who was a very in-your-face, violent threat. Um, I think that's why Hush could be a very good choice for number two. Mm. Um, but eventually, we finally get Carmine Falcone ousted. He gets shot by the Riddler. Yep. And then the movie continues for another half an hour. Yep, because <laughs> it's almost like the movie forgot the Riddler was the main bad guy. It's yep. like, ah, oh, fuck, we're going to tie the Riddler up. It's a good thing this is a three-hour film. How uh, do we do that? Yeah. Hmm, I know. Riddler's a vlogger now. <laughs> Riddler's a vlogger. He's on Twitch. He's also a terrorist. Uh, he's blown up. But let's just, as a city planner, mm. let's talk about Gotham. <laughs> yeah, this fucking bit. So admittedly, yeah. it is raining the entire way through the movie. Yep. It is constantly pissing it down. Right. I'm basically now going to compare Gotham to Budley. Hear me out. <laughs> Why would you choose to live in a place <laughs> that is a constant threat of flooding the second it rains a little bit? Yep. Because all it takes is seven bombs to flood the entirety of Gotham. Yep. Gotham is basically an island that is somehow built into a, a crater. That's the bit I don't get. Like, that, like a seawall going off can then immediately flood the city. That's incredibly bad poor, like city planning. Why would you ever build a city like that? I'm calling you out Budley. <laughs> I swear to God, it's the same people on the news every year. I can't believe this has happened. This happens every year, Judy. Get out of Budley. <laughs> this is very niche West Midlands content. <laughs> Just move. I don't care if you can't sell the house. Abandon it. Even, it's a the, fucking... even the railway's up a hill. Fuck it up. Move up there. <laughs> We had to get a flood check on this house because of stuff like that. Yeah. I am on top of a hill. <laughs> but Donald at the bottom of the hill would have to be 40 foot underwater before any water got in. Fucking hell. Dudley would be Atlantis before I would <laughs> uh, So they flood Gotham. Yeah. Very much seemingly setting up No Man's Land for number two, mm. which is cool. Yeah. I think mean, that's a great idea. To show like or a nineties video game where you're not allowed to touch the floor. Essentially, <laughs> looking at you, Spider-Man PS One. <laughs> they set it up in so that 
they can basically say, Batman's still questioning whether he's actually doing anything to the city. Mm. And having the city be fucked by this flood, and then just basically that just giving free reign to any bad guy who wants to come in and start claiming bits. Mm. Which does then give you scope to introduce a lot of like mafioso type Batman villains like Black Mass, like Mad Hatter, and just have them basically carve up sections of the city. Um, that could be a really good idea for a second one. Mm. If you want to save the more thematic, emotional one of Hush for the third one, have your big action just gang wars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Batman being locked. It's Arkham City. Oh, there you go. It's Batman locked in a place where he's got to get everything. He's got to get law and order back under control with the GCPD. Or if Hugo Strange is releasing people from Arkham. Just do Arkham City. Yeah. You're fucking great. That's the plot. So he does this in order to like corral everybody into Madison Square Garden Mm -hmm. and we get to undeniably the second best Madison Square Garden finale of a film ever behind of course Godzilla 98 (laughs) Um, so they corral everyone in there where the new mayor who's just been elected Bella Royale is there and holding her like victory party who's going to that yeah. Fucking Sadiq Khan gets like re-elected as London Mayor. Are they all piling into the O2 to celebrate with Sadiq? Like, I know Americans inherently come care more about politics than we do. But... Yeah, there's like a bunch of people going, I thought this was Real Madrid. The post, like they fucking knew what they were doing. Like Real change. Like, yeah, I see what you're doing. So they corral everyone in there so that all of his Twitch, Twitch followers... <laughs> Who bought into the rapist glasses. <laughs> All cosplaying as the man. Are just going to start shooting everybody? That's the plan? I don't. Just like him as like this like knife just going through corruption. Mm. This is just him murdering people. Yeah. This isn't like... Because the whole point of the Bella Royale, Bella Royale character is that she's not. Yeah. So why the fuck would you kill her? Well, we'd really be against that. But it just... It, this is where it feels like the, the plot just crumbles. Mm. Like... This very meticulous villain all of a sudden decides that it's time for mass genocide hmm. for no reason other than I think if they'd explained he'd like set all the stuff up till leading up to Carmen Falcone in position ages ago and was taking that. But at some point he then crossed the line into going, No, this entire city's not worth it, I'm just gonna kill everybody. And the the the, the, the driving force behind that being like, Well, I killed the other mayoral candidate, so of course Bellareal's gonna get it, ergo corruption. It's like, well no. You killed the other candidate. How do you think this works? If on election night, fucking someone assassinated Joe Biden, it's not corruption. No. Like, it wouldn't be, ah, the Democrats planned for that to happen so the other guys could win? Like, that's not corruption. It just feels like it's a leap that was necessary in order to have a big action set piece where Batman and Catwoman swing in and do some stuff. And inject themselves with random, unexplained substances. I wondered if that was kind of like going towards a Scarecrow or Bane thing. I thought, is it Venom? And he's just, are we going to subtly put it in? That would be nice. But Mm. no, I think it's just adrenaline. Mm -hmm. He's fucked and he needs to help Catwoman. So he stabs himself and then helps Catwoman. Good good thing you had the convenient fucking (laughs) shoot-up hole built into the fucking Batsuit. Right? It's it's, weird. This is the thing. You just come away with all these feelings of... And you know we we don't get as much of the super violent beating people. We get it at the very yeah. start and at the very end. And that's a very everything else is just stylistically done as opposed to being like this very visceral, horrible fight thing, which would have been nice to see more of because it would have done you know yeah play more into the Batman is a monster, you know to be feared kind of thing. Yeah, which then obviously they are addressing by the end of the movie. Because they did have that scene where he's got the flare and he leads people yeah. through the thing. And again, it looks great. It does. And thematically leads up to him being more out in the open. Because as I watched like um, one review pointing out, it's the only time Batman doesn't squint at the sun at the end. Mm. He's out in the daylight. He's now accepted his role of being less in the shadows, scary boogeyman, and more, you know, hope. Being the point of like hope for this city. that He's going to be the man to do it. A dark night, if you will. No. And that's interesting for a sequel, but again, it's just, it's a lot of, uh, you can't, it's hard to forgive a movie if you come, if the sequel's brilliant, this is still a three-hour setup movie, Mm. and we call that Deathly Hallows Part 1, no one likes (laughs) Deathly Hallows Part 1, even if Deathly Hallows Part 2 is fucking ace, so maybe that's going to be its legacy, Mm. this was a necessary evil to give us the sequel, which may have 
a new Joker in it. Another one. So let's count them up, guys. We've got the Jared Leto Joker. Yes. We've got Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. And now, Barry Keown. I think it's... It's either Keown or Kean or something like that. Yeah. But it's forever Barry Keown on this podcast. Colin tomorrow and Barry Keown. <laughs> he's, he's... Right, so he's unnamed Arkham prisoner. But, you know... But it's as subtle as a sledgehammer. Yeah. He's, so him and Riddler are in the, yeah. in the Arkham at the Riddler's end. Riddler's in Arkham. Ah! And then... <laughs> and then... Joker next door is like <laughs> That's what I want. Give me that. Riddler um, summons the fucking aliens. He's and a guy immediately like just hit you with Oh, you do all this and then you become a clown. Ha ha Big smile, it's all a laugh. Ha 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 Yeah. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> Razal Ghoul, oh my god. Um, so it looks like we're getting him. Yes. Now, I did think, I don't think this is the level of Riddler that was set up to this, and obviously it's not the type of Jokers that's set up to this. The big story that's happened recently in the comic books is the War of Jokes and Riddles, mm. which was set, A, early on in Batman's career, B, had he was retelling it to Catwoman, but again, that just means Catwoman was a big part of the story, and it was Joker versus um, Riddler with Batman doing some questionable things. Because it's early on in his career, he can't just go and wail the fuck out of them until they stop. Mm. He's trying to find a more naively diplomatic way of doing things and, you know, making questionable deals with other villains and stuff like that. I thought we're going towards that. They've seen the success that Marvel has had of adapting comic books, even really recent ones, Mm. and having great success with them. I thought that was the way we were going. That's not what's happening here. No, then they haven't even done the thing that everybody thought was going to happen, which was the setup for the Court of Owls, because still not had a Court of Owls. Oh movie. yeah. And oh then, yeah. Yeah. So sorry, like hush, Court of Owls, interesting gang war. Nah, it's going to be Joker again, isn't it? It's, it's always going to oh, be Joker. It is always going to be Joker. I kind of get it. Like you're always going to have a Lex Luthor in a Superman movie. I fine. Uh, I genuinely think they've done it. Because they know the Whacking Phoenix one is off limits and they really need to wash the taste of Jared Leto out of their mouth. Because mm. they've gone with the opposite tack of like, they're still, Marvel is still dealing with the Wolverine problem. And they haven't really landed on what they're going to do about it because they're going to have to replace Hugh Jackman. Yep. What DC have done is just given you all the Jokers in quick succession so that you instantly think, well, not forget about Heath Ledger, but the, prob- the burden isn't on one person. Do you think this is leading up to. Um... You know, there was a comic book run where where Batman sat in the fucking god chair. Yes. And he went, I want to know who the Joker is. And there's actually three Jokers. Do you think it could be, like, I've unmasked the Joker. It's this guy, and it's a picture of Barry Cohen. But it's also this guy, and it's Joaquin Phoenix. And then, then, you know, obviously, we'll try and redeem Leto, I guess. So you'd have psycho, genuine psychopath murder Joker... Gangster Joker, and then like fun time prankster, harmless Joker. Mm. I think that's too much of a jump. Having said that, we are about to watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the biggest leap in. Which apparently is just nothing but cameo start to finish. So maybe, maybe it's it's a different take because uh, this one seems to be more. It, it, it's. It was a very short clip, so it's hard to really get a read on what he's going to and be. And you don't even really see him. No, you kind of get a look at look him. Does look like he's in makeup? No, it looks like he'd be still got like the big like uh, Chelsea smile thing that the Heath Ledger one had. Um, he looked more like um, he looked more like Titan Joker from the end of the first Arkham game of that really like <laughs> fucked up face thing. Yeah, could they do Professor Pig? And have this be like hmm. not as metal as it's his own face he's wearing as a mask. That's hmm. that's too gruesome for a thing. That. But no, I didn't like Pig in Arkham City. Fucking wound me up. I was like, this is just a cool new character that you want to show off. All right. <laughs> so yeah, all interested in for the sequel, all in for that. But I, I it already feels like he's just going back to tried and tested. Let's just do Joker again. Yeah, uh, we know what the people want. They yeah. Want Non-stop jokers, apparently. Yep. Um, oof. We've gone an hour. 
did not think I had an hour's worth of opinions on this. It's where it's ranking is also struggling for me. Yeah. Because I watched a movie last night that was really good and was infinitely better than this and was almost half the, the runtime. Have you watched The Adam Project on Netflix yet? No, the new Ryan Reynolds movie. Yes. I need to watch it. Oh, it's good. Mm. Uh, antithesis of this. Mm. Non-stop fun times all the way through. Jokes landing, action landing. Uh. I'll have to watch it. Maybe we'll review that. Give it a watch is a hell of a thing. It's probably going to be an out of Oscar season thing for me, but we'll find out. Speaking of which... Yes. That's up next, Michael. It is. We're going to record it next, today. Two weeks before the ceremony. Yes, my bad. I'm going to Paris next weekend. <laughs> uh, and then it's the Oscars. Yep. So I uh, had to get uh, this one um, recording, unfortunately. But you've seen most? Yeah, I'm, I'm nearly done. Okay, look, look. I'm not going to tell you what I haven't seen, but I'm in the single digits of a 53 movie kind of Jesus. spam. So well I'm, done. I've done very well. We've got two weeks to watch less than 10 movies. That's pretty good. That will be coming over to fairlandstainment.com very soon. If you go over there right now, you can also find stuff like our Pokemon Legends Arceus review, our, um, our new pitch for what the sequel to that game should be, as well as going over the Gen 9 announcement from Pokemon as well, as well as our reviews of Boba Fett. <laughs> I um, forgot how funny that one was, because it just felt like us going, this is shit. Yeah. But we have some very specific qualms with that. We do. It's much more entertaining than the book of Boba Fett itself, actually. Yes. <laughs> um, so go listen to that. And where can they hear that, Michael? You can find that on Twitter and Instagram. If you go to our accounts, you can. we always post the links with a humorous image under the username uh, that might go in, and at the Guttridge uh, on Instagram. And Twitter, but of course you can find the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under these name Fowley T. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed, like you've already done. Uh, and of course, go to fanentainment.com for all of this. Uh, my Oscars article, which will be coming out very soon, as well as my end of year article, was three months late. Oh, you still haven't posted no. that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need to get that out before the Oscars. <laughs> it's going to be shadow dropped. <laughs> wow. All of that coming very soon. I hope you've enjoyed me talking in this episode because I don't think I'm talking that much in the Oscars one. We will see. Bye, everybody. Bye.